Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, you do. You definitely shouldn't have too much judgment going on because you pretended to be Mexican for the first 20 years of your life. <laughs> I didn't true. pretend to be Mexican. You did, Jesse. You did. I was lied to. Well, and I blindly that's, that's like, believed my mother. Basically, that's like George W. Bush saying the CIA lied to him about chemicals in Iraq. That's that's not believable, Jesse. Like at some point, the the mind has to fucking. Yeah, uh, uh, like say, wait, no, wait, she really does get did. tan. No, wait she does get tan. Oh, there, wait, are we on? We're live. I We're get live. tan, Jessie? and I, <laughs> I had my doubts. I definitely had my doubts. Like when I would say it to people at school. Well, so we should tell the, the audience their what face. we're doing because you're we're mid conversation. No, here. we were live. We were live. We were when live, this started. And, and people she's know been this. pretending to be Mexican for twenty years. Widely known. Was. It's widely known at this point. It is her mom known. lied to her no. and said you were half Mexican, right? Yes. Well, what do she, you mean? No. No, I just don't buy it. You're, the The mind has to rebel at the at an idea that is so ludicrous like that at some point before you're in your early twenties. Well, it happened in uh, in the late in the late thirties. So yeah. you just found out recently? Very recent. Um, oh my god! Not very recent. But By the way, Jen, <laughs> like, this is no just lie. when like twenty three and me and stuff mm. came out. Yeah, she just found out maybe because I'm six telling you this, ago. Dan. I'm telling you this. I know you're very judgmental, but listen, if you met my grandmother, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. You wouldn't think. I'm looking at your hair and your eyes and your bone structure. None of it says Mexican. Yeah. Not even a little bit of Mexican. Yeah. Bone structure. I bet you don't have a single 1% of Mexican. Well, I'm very short, kind of like a Mayan, right? Say the word flauta. <laughs> flauta. Yeah. Flauta. Mm. Uh, before, we, before we got By on there, we were fl- talking about Jesse uh, not being Mexican and being lying to her a whole life. <laughs> I was and, uh, talking about Dan her being judgmental. Some fucked yeah, up shit. Yeah, we actually started with judgmental. Yeah, she's judgy. And my, my point was she's super judgy for a person who pretended to be Mexican for apparently sure. 35 years. Well, you claimed <laughs> she was going to judge you on something of, of, of your thoughts. What were you thinking There's about? There's two things. And I'll start out with the, the least bad one uh, because the second one's rough. Okay. Um, so I wanted to do... Like a sketch where it's the devil, but he's at, he's either talking to like a consultant or he's at his therapist's office Mm -hmm. and he's upset uh, that he can't torture people as well anymore because millennials are so fucked up. Like when you go to hell, like the idea is you got to be tortured for all eternity, right? Yeah. But if like one of the things you do to torture people is to make them do gross shit. Well, millennials are out there eating ass like it's fucking, you know, lunch. Yeah, sure. Tide pods. So he's, yeah, Tide pods. So he's ass. down there like fucking eat her ass and homeboy's just like, all right, puts a bib on and goes to work. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like chaining people down and fucking burning them with hot wax and shit like that. And that's just what people do now. Yeah. Thanks yeah. to this 50 shades of gray loser. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, that, I think that would be funny to see like the devil, like kind of like Tony Soprano in the therapist's office. Sure lamenting, you know, yearning for the old days, mm-hmm. something like that. So that one's just kind of... I like that. That one's just kind of silly. The more fucked up one is... Uh, have you ever seen that movie or read the book, The Happening? Yes. By Stephen King? Yes, yes, yes. A so long for, time ago. For those of you who haven't seen it, the basic premise is that plants rebel against humanity. They mm-hmm. start releasing this toxin into the air, gas toxin in the air, that makes people go crazy and kill themselves. 
essentially. Yeah. So people are just walking around like zombies, and all of a sudden they'll just grab a fucking break a tree branch off and stick it through their neck. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I, I haven't read the book because Stephen King is boring as shit to me. It's just all it's all really predictable, dumbass shit. You don't really read. He's great. I, I, I read nonfiction mostly. I don't like the fantasy stuff. I don't care about. Yeah, that. the make 'em ups. Yeah, it's just nonsense. But anyways. Yeah, sure. uh, I I don't know if it was in the book because I know books like um, A Clockwork Orange, for example. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have seen that movie. Very few have read the book, in my opinion. Yes, I've, so I've seen. seen the movie, have not read the book. On the Stephen King one, I've read the book. I've not seen the right. movie. So the movie's with Mark Wahlberg, so you can skip it. Oh, uh, sure. yeah, definitely. Because his acting range is like, like if a normal acting range is here, his is, it's the hands are touching. <laughs> so, he only acts as if he's out of breath. He's uh, hey, is your mother here? Family Guy does a good parody. I think it's called Annoyed and Confused with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. What? What's going on here? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Like that. Huh? Any, anyways. <laughs> Side mother for me. Yeah. I like it. I Any, like anyways, it. so uh, in A Clockwork Orange in the book, that scene where, the, where Alex, the main character, uh, is at that old dude's house, like they, they invade Homeboy's house and like rape his wife and all that shit and fuck yeah. him up, that was a child in the book. Yeah. Right. So it's super fucked up. And I wonder, I haven't, I haven't read the happening. I don't know if this is the case or not, but I wonder why in the movie there wasn't just one baby that reached out of their crib and just grabbed the fucking knife out of the, and just stuck it right in their eyeball or yeah, something like that. they never do that with babies. It's not yeah, in the book. They I can go ahead and spoil that for you. It's not in the uh, book. do that with babies. But no. if the toxin is affecting you in that way, why would sure. it not be affecting toddlers and babies? Yeah. I, I agree. I think it would have made for a much better movie. Sure, well. If there were just toddlers walking around, yeah. blowing their brains out and stuff like that, that would have been, like I swear to God. Like a look who's talking if I, kind of mixed with yeah. the happening. <laughs> if the movie had gone 80% of the way through, right? Yeah. And nothing like that had happened and then all of a sudden a baby killed itself. Yeah. I would laugh so hard. Well, that yeah. would be the funniest thing that's ever cuz it's so insane. Comedy is We uh, we did blow sure. up a couple children in Range 15, which you're welcome to watch on Amazon yeah. Prime for free right now. One of them was my child. Um wow. CGI. Shouldn't obviously. have been standing there. Yeah. Uh yeah, I just don't get it. I don't understand why there isn't more violence towards children in, in film. Yeah, in no, I can, I can get it. I yeah. understand it, Dan. Um, that's probably you I'm not who advocating is alone for, on I'm not one. advocating for it, by the way. I'm just curious as to why it doesn't already exist. Well, that's why. That'd that's be why. the next yeah. step. That no. would be the next step for me. I mean, like... I think, and I, I think that's true as far as horror films, right? The kids, like the creepy kids... They're always the antagonists. Yeah, and yeah. They're, but... They're getting younger and younger. I think they're starting to. I, at some point, yeah. we won't be scared by that anymore. I mean, there's it's Nemo. It's going to have to be. The Grudge. Nemo. And then there's uh, from the, the Shining, those two little girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Grudge yeah. is Nemo. one. But the, there's never Nemo, like, fucking the kid with 666 tat or, uh, on his, oh, okay. on his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. What's not, it called? Not Finding. She's not Finding, the fish. No. Yeah. What's the What's the name of that movie? I don't remember. Drugs. No. You know? Omen. Ah, uh, the, the yes. Omen, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. Children of the Corn. Yeah. <laughs> but they're I'm always they're always stuff, they're always the antagonists. They're never the yeah. protagonists. Like you never see a child running for it. So I guess in that movie you It would be too there fucked were two, up. There are us. I'm sorry, not you. Yeah. Us. Mm-hmm. Like there were yes. children that were getting murdered too, I guess maybe, but not yes. enough children. Wow. 
This is not an anti-child rant. Of, c- of course not. That's why we're going to stop it here and get to the fake news. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of us we doesn't have children on this program. Can you guess who it is? I like uh, kids. And again, you've got to be vague when you say that. You can't be specific. For example, you can't say, I like 12-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that is that is correct. Yeah. So you oh, say, like you can't say I like babies. You can say I like babies. You can say I like babies. You can't say I. You like can't say I, I like them when they're eight, 18 months. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> can't say that. It's oh, creepy as shit. Boy. Definitely can't say that. But a lot was said I last do, night though. on the Democratic debate. God, what a Oof. fucking waste of time. Woo. That was I the it, I most entertaining say. debate I have ever seen in the history of my life. I laughed. So fucking hard. So hard. It's really funny watching a bunch of millionaires, multi-millionaires, argue over who's like the poorest. The, the poorest. Yeah. 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 Getting mad at the self-made billionaire. Like, Blo- like, like Bernie Sanders has been talking all this shit about Bloomberg, and Bloomberg was basically like, "You own three houses, dude. What you you pay for in cash. Yeah, yeah. Like including a what two beach houses? Yeah. One was nine hundred thirty-nine thousand dollars, and he's like, "Well, well, I, I I sold a book and it did well. I didn't expect that." It's capitalism, motherfucker. Last night was a goddamn bloodbath, and that was one of the greatest debates I've ever seen in my life, if not the greatest debate I have seen in my life. Everybody went all in. It started off with Elizabeth Warren just going ham on Bloomberg to start with. I mean, she fucking pulled out everything from the basement and just said, hey, Here's your entire pass. I'm going to relive this for you on the stage. I'm in fourth place. I need to make a fucking huge rally here tonight, which I think she did, actually, Um, because every single answer, uh, besides when she tried to interject a bullshit story about someone she met on a street corner in Vegas. She kept fucking talking about the boy that she met with diabetes. I I met a a boy named Pepe who, you know. But when she was running out of time, too. Like, that's when the stories Mm. are like, no, 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 no. No. Like, no. they're telling you to stop, and you're like, but I need to say. Yeah, she was on a roll. She was on a roll last night. I have to say. And Bloomberg, she started it off. Bloomberg, uh, <laughs> they pulled back the curtain for the, the wizard mm-hmm, there, and he mm-hmm. was nowhere to be seen last night. Mm-hmm. What a fucking bloodbath that was. It's. I don't think it was that bad. And why not? For Bloomberg, I mean, like, everybody knew coming in that all anybody was going to be able to really say about him is that you did stop and frisk. Which, by the way, it's stop, question, and frisk. It's not stop and frisk. Right. It's stop, question, and frisk. There's three parts to that. And each one has to be satisfied for the frisk part to happen. It also, it, it, it also reduced crime by about 65%. Yeah, and that's the thing. So when he sure. said that, his answers, he was like, I realize it's wrong or whatever. And he goes, when we looked at the numbers, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and it had actually reduced crime by 60%. Yeah. Uh, we realized it was wrong. But he had to get that little dig in there to let you mm-hmm. know, hey, man. Me racially targeting these neighborhoods did work. It wasn't. It wasn't. Just let's let's stop that right now because it wasn't about race. I'm not. I'm not uh, a huge fan of the stop, question, and frisk policy in mm-hmm. general because I think it's. I think it does the hard part, or the easy part of community policing without doing the hard part. And the hard part is talking to the citizens, the normal folks who aren't breaking the law as well. That's the whole point of it, right? Everybody in your on your beat knows who you are. Yeah. That's kind of one of the points of it. So when they see you come, they're like, come on, man, stop fucking around. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't about race ever. No, no one drew up a map 
of New York were like, well, the black people live here. Let's send the cops there. No, That's they looked exactly at the fucking crime. They, they looked at where the crime was happening and mm-hmm. they sent more cops to those areas. Well, right. it just so and happened the crime was happening right. in inner city It didn't just so happen. It's poor neighborhoods. It doesn't matter if yeah. it's fucking rural West Virginia or if it's fucking downtown New York somewhere. Like, poverty breeds crime, yeah. period. Yes. And it's always going to be like that forever. So... Uh, I wonder how amenable they would have been to the idea of doing stop and frisk plus injecting more money into the community to help that issue. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would be at all because everything is so polarized. You have to draw a line in the sand. I would never do that. What do you mean never? Even if it makes sense, you wouldn't do that? Yeah. Like so we, when we were talking about torture last week, somebody would say, I, w- I would never torture. Really? There's no circumstance where you would torture somebody. No, no, yeah, like yeah. there's zero. Yeah. That's, that can't possibly, if, if there's any room for it being a, even a little bit true, yeah. then it has to be on the table all the time. Because ultimately what we want is a society that benefits the most people, right? And yeah, maybe you got to bruise some heads in the meantime, knock a couple of people the fuck out. But uh, if the end state is, it's a deterrent to crime or, that plus putting money into education and, and career building in that area is a deterrent to crime. Isn't it the whole fucking point? Yeah. It's not just to give up. Like it, when, the first roadblock you run into, well, oh, people are going to get sensitive about that. All right, fuck it. We'll just live in this piece of shit country now. Yeah. Like get fucked with that bullshit, man. <laughs> I'm so sick of this goddamn bullshit attitude. And it's the same thing on bo- both sides of the gun debate too. Like Republicans don't want to give any ground because they know Democrats are fucking loose with their fucking talk about that stuff. And Democrats can't even talk about what the fuck is actually going on, which is less than 3% of these deaths are attributed to the rifles that they're spending tens and tens of millions of dollars trying to get banned. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Everybody's a fucking piece of shit. I agree. Um, my, the one thing I will say about Bloomberg is, because I lived there uh, a couple of different times when he was there. The city was safer. It was nice. It was yeah. clean. And um, I, I don't, as a mayor of a city that I lived in when, when I was there, it was nice in New York. I lived in New York and I went to grad there when it wasn't nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking peep shows on yeah. 55th and all that other shit. And it was just like, that sounds nice. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, look, it, it's nice if you have enough quarters, you know, Sure. and now uh, you're wearing thick shoes. Oh yeah. Yes. Real sticky. It's, yes. it's real sticky there, but there was, there was a good section of New York about 14 or 15 streets where you were just like, all right, cool, man. Definitely don't go there after. Yeah, we're not going to PM. Lawrence Taylor Boulevard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then same with like the meatpacking districts. Like that's all trendy and cool as fuck now with yeah. the expensive steakhouses. Well, all, all those fucking brick buildings where all the fucking concert venues and restaurants are now yeah. and shit, like you would never have gone there. That, that the was where people used to shoot up and that's smoke crack. And, like, and they were yeah. wide open. Is, so you walked in there, it was like a fucking ghost town, a spooky ghost town. Is Bloomberg uh, beloved in New York? Um, he's, he's not he's not hated in New York. Um, I, I would assume anybody that's probably in their, I don't know, mid thirties up, he, he's probably pretty well liked. Yeah, and then all the woke crowd, the AOC crowd, are like, they, oh, he fucking he like it frisk. doesn't. If somebody walked up and slapped the shit out of somebody else, that's a single event. It's one moment in time. Yep. You're like, well, why did they do that? Well, there was a problem. That person was causing a problem. Well, wasn't there some other way you could have dealt with that? Maybe. But it would have taken longer, cost more money, and it would not have been as effective. That's a reasonable conversation you can have about something like this. Mm-hmm. The result is what matters. Not the fucking the indignity that somebody might suffer in the meantime, dude. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I liken it to we were just watching a thing about uh, preparing pe- kids in school for school sh- shootings. 
and all the parents. Mother of fucking <laughs> Christ. This thing is always listening. <laughs> Surrey, dude. You got to turn off. I turn off Surrey. I always have whenever. I don't. You guys, you I guys never, both leave it on. I don't even know why Look, it's whatever. on. I never use it. But it pop, that's like the fourth time it's popped on and I haven't touched shit. Told you. Told you. I just want to say that. I told you guys. <laughs> well, he did put it by his dick and it was like, Maybe sorry, I'm, I didn't get that. Sorry, I didn't um, get that. Is it in yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Fuck I'm you, not Siri. feeling anything. Um, and then they just did all these interviews with parents that were like not okay with their kids being in a scenario that would freak them out, yeah. which is showing them how to react when so, a school shooter comes in. Uh, so it's kind of like you can't fucking win, right? No. Like and nothing, I, is, nothing that is going to make you safer is going to make people happy, it seems like. And the other, like to that point, um, and the way that everybody's become a fucking pussy these days, like as a kid growing up in Georgia, we used to have tornado drills, right? They were scary as fuck. There was these loud... Sirens, sirens and all this other noises, shit. I was yeah. in elementary school. Yeah. You know, the, the school was overcrowded, uh, public school. So we had two, we had trailers right out front, which is pretty typical for yeah, yeah. most big schools and states. We'd run out of the trailers, into the school, into this designated room, huddle, huddle together. They turn off all the lights, all the alarms were going. I remember being kind of scared by it, right? We're yeah. like, holy shit. By the way, you can't call them trailers. They're called learning huts. Now. Oh, fuck that. They're trailers. Did um, say learning hut? Learning mm-hmm. hut. That's what they're calling A hut? Here. That's what they call it here, yeah. A learning hut. Why hut? Because it doesn't sound like a fucking trailer. I don't know. Um, Oof. So anyways, Oof. we had a fucking tornado two years later. Sure. Guess yeah. what? I knew where to go. <laughs> right. And the tornado was scary as shit. Yeah. And I, like, I was able to f- do it, finish it. And uh, and I remember thinking to myself, even in fourth grade when the tornado came, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Thank God we had the tornado drills in second grade. So it's like, the same thing. I'm watching these parents talk about it. And I'm like, what do you what do you want? What do you want? And then when there's a school shooting and your kid doesn't know what to do, you're going to get pissed at the fucking school for not preparing them. Yeah. There's literally nothing you can do to make these motherfuckers happy. No, you can't. It's, uh, it's part of risk analysis, right? So there's risk smoothing is one of the solutions to it. And smoothing means you spread the risk over a larger area, right? Then there's uh, risk mitigation, which you just do little stuff like that to make when something bad does happen, it, the, the impact it. is less, mm-hmm. right? Uh. And there's several other, I'm not going to get into a, a whole fucking national security thing here, but that's, that's one of smoothing and, and mitigation are two of the more, more popular ones. Yeah. And that's all it is. But people can't accept that. No. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I just don't feel good about that. Nobody yeah. gives a fuck about your fucking about feelings, your you stupid feelings. fuck. Yeah. But then when your kid Jesus is fucking Christ. killed, you're going to be like, they did nothing. No, I'm just giving my kids guns. Yeah. Look. They're either going to be the school shooter or they're going to stop the school shooter. It's one of the two things, right? Brother? You know, it's funny Nets you say that. Hole. So in, in, the, in the, the, <laughs> the story, the news story we showed last night, um, they, they're they now teaching kids to attack mm. the shooter as the last possible thing. And run, Jesse goes, run, hide, fight. Yes. So there was uh, yeah, yeah, 10 run, hide, kids fight, yeah. in an elementary school yeah, and they like beating take- the shit out of this like older sheriff. Yeah. And Jesse was like, eh. Actually, it's like they're having a I good bet time. they had a, the time of their lives doing that. <laughs> that's, what they're not that's what the FBI teaches now. It's called run, hide, fight. Yeah. So the first option is obviously to run, get the fuck out of there. If you okay. can't, barricade yourself somewhere where the guy can't find you. And I say guy because it is 100% going to be a male. Absolutely. Well, women yeah. do not shoot up schools. I don't know why. Because we can't pull off that kind of um, it's too elaborate. planning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just too, can't pull like, it off. There's there's soap operas on during that time of the day. <laughs> My story. Uh, and then obviously the last one is to fucking stop the guy. And the assumption is that the first couple of people that get to him are probably going to die or get wounded at least. But For sure. Somebody. There's been a lot of cases like that kid in uh, the university in, in Washington State. I can't remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. But he like 
saw a guy come through the door and immediately fucked his ass up. Oh, yeah. uh, there have been a couple of teachers that have done the same thing as well. I mean, this is the, the day and age we live in. It's better, far better to grasp the universe as it is than to persist in delusion, no matter yes. how gratifying or satisfying it is. Yes. I agree. That's but what so, Carl's saying. And I have to think about it. Like yeah, and I have to reason. think about it for my own good, right? Like he would come home and be a little bit freaked out. But the conversation that you have with him after that is the conversation that you have. Like, you you know. Sometimes the world is scary and things happen and Look, you've got to be prepared. And that might happen. to be prepared than to be scared. Yeah, I liken it to uh, like trying to shield your children from the realities of yes. the world is kind of like not vaccinating them yeah. because yeah. they grow up weak as fuck. Yeah. And anytime yeah. <laughs> one of those things does happen, even at a smaller level, they're fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that yeah. child is not prepared. A, 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 a child without vaccines is not prepared to be in the world. Because yeah. it's gonna get sick and die, it's and a child, a child that hasn't that doesn't face things like t- talking about uh, uh, dangerous shit, drugs, yeah. sex, all that stuff, they end up being complete fucking retard assholes because they just don't know how to handle life at all. No, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, uh, but n- neither of these fuckers last nights. Uh, who who do you think won last night? By the way, I don't think anybody won. I think Trump won last night. You know, <laughs> it's it's funny you say it because a lot of I watched the commentary afterwards. A lot of people said that exact same thing, where. It was such a bloodbath on stage between all of them. I'm going to say this. Even the moderators were fucking going after these motherfuckers. Yeah, did you notice that? The moderators going after Bernie Sanders? They I immediately started off the that debates. Being how uh, it was. Well, in my, back in the day, Democratic I remember, socialist Bernie Sanders is here tonight. No, yeah. and just being combative with them. Like, really, like, I don't know. Multi-billionaire Mike Blumberg is here tonight. And you're just like, whoa. I mean, it was the worst description of all of them before they even got started. And that's when I, I knew. I know. It was and they like, were getting oh. hostile with them and stuff. I but wonder what would it, <laughs> how funny would it be if they, if they would actually say uh, one one thousandth uh, Cherokee Indian, Elizabeth Warren. Oh, yeah, God. like they shit were like that. that. Close. They all but said that, They were that, that close last night. Like Amy Klobuchar, they were fucking killing her. They killed her. Uh, the only one they left alone last night was, was Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg, which makes you realize... Who they're because at one point last night he goes putting look, their money. They were like after. he goes look. I, I don't. I, we have Bernie Sanders trying to burn the party down. We've got a guy who's a billionaire who bought his way onto the onto the stage, and he goes, "I'm the only real Democrat on this goddamn stage tonight." And then you have Biden going crazy. I know all the presidents of Mexico. I'm not chicken liver. When he was on that oh, yeah. hot mic and he said, what am I, chicken liver? Chicken I was like, liver. What He's like, you, I fucking party with the president of what Mexico. What do you think about this? Uh, this rumor that Bloomberg wants Clinton to Hillary Clinton to be his running mate. I you think it that. makes all of the sense in the world. And I think, I think all of them because they're, we're headed towards a contested um, primary here mm-hmm. at the end of it, uh, or, or a Broker. convention, mm-hmm. a broker convention. And um, I think all of them are going to start partnering up to make their case bigger once they get there. I think if Bloomberg is able to get Hillary, I don't think she wants to be a VP, but um, if he's able to get Hillary, that's a big win for him. I think Buttigieg is testing horribly with uh, African-American voters. Yeah, I think he's, he picked up he's Cory Booker. Cory Booker. Um, I think after Super Tuesday, once or Elizabeth Warren's numbers shit the bed, I think Bernie should probably grab Elizabeth Warren on that ticket. That, that's that's an shit. unwinnable. That's a sinking ticket. fucking rocket. That's what I. That's what I like. The, D, as well. the DNC will go even harder after him yeah. if he takes her on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is funny because uh, his his chief, the people who have campaigned for him the most are AOC, who's a fucking lunatic, obviously, and yeah. then uh, the uh, mayor. What if he grabbed her? 
Or could you imagine? Be what if he's like, hey, I'm funny. 79, I'm going to die. Point, I'm going to die. Let's get AOC in here. Yeah. At this um, point, just be entertaining. Yeah, it would be funny. That's, that's, what, be. that's what uh, McCain did with Palin, remember? It was just like, well, I'm out of this. Let's yeah. throw a Hail Mary and see if we can get the moms out there. And I'm not testing well with Midwestern yeah. moms. And it worked for a second. I mean, Klobuchar is going to probably get the, the manager from Target. Yeah, you know, she's gonna want to well, see Klobuchar the manager and then get her on the ticket. Klobuchar isn't getting anybody, so let's just <laughs> maybe. Do you know what I mean? Like that. Maybe she'll have a Prince hologram run as her running mate. Oh, it'd be great. I mean, the vice president doesn't fucking do anything, anyways. No, and do yeah. not, nothing. May nothing. as well do that. Klobuchar uh, one Kenobi. I, I like the uh, well. The Bloomberg Hillary ticket makes sense to me though because they both have spent a lot of time being anti-woman and put a lot of black people in jail. Yeah, so it's and like, they're New Yorkers. Why not? Uh, I yeah. saw a meme that was like, I wouldn't want to be the only person between. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. My life. Hillary and the president <laughs> and yeah. presidential. Because, you know, Bloomberg will get killed and then mm. she'll be president. Yeah. I will be the That's the only way she will ever be president of this yeah. country. He's 79. She they really can make it look like an accident. Her, she really misses her. He's a billionaire. The though. Yeah. There's no killing the president, making it look like an accident these days. Well, JFK. If anyone can do it, don't, it's don't you think it's feel Hillary? like it's, it's, it's 2020, oh boy. Uh, I don't the, know. The cameras at the White House don't flicker on and off like that. Yeah. Um, like the secret, that day they did. Secret Service doesn't take orders from the president. They give orders to the president. You know that works, right? Yeah. Like if there are some presidents in the past and some other protectees that have been pains in the ass about some of this stuff, but when shit goes down, they get grabbed by the nape of their neck and dragged where they're supposed to be, and that's the end of it. There's no, like, I'm the president. you got to stop this. Like, shut the fuck up, sir. Yeah. we got places to be. Maybe that's how it used to work, Dan. No, that's how it's always worked, and it's actually probably but worse listen. now than it was back then, to be honest. <laughs> 33.5 million <laughs> viewers last night. There's going to be another one uh, next Tuesday on February 25th in South Carolina. Oh, boy. This is what Biden has gone all in on. Um, I found it interesting. Once Bloomberg hopped in, they moved it over to primetime. They put it on NBC. This, yeah. ne- this one next week is going to be on CBS, and it's going to be with the CBS morning crew during during that one. And, and they're just going to go you after You made an interesting again? point before we went on air, Dan, that um, fuck. you said all of these fucking people. Um, they're just bored. Not bored, but the more and more you see them tear each other's fucking hair out over and over again, you're going to get sick of this as it goes on. And these candidates oh, yeah, yeah. are going to look worse and worse and NBC, worse. NBC, CBS, and CNN will make a ton of money in this election cycle, both in advertising and in putting on these dumbass debates. And then... Uh, the person who will suffer for that is, well, the people, I suppose, are all the Democratic candidates. Because the more you get to see, I mean, look, honestly, if you're a candidate and you're polling well, it's like, it's like being ahead fucking 10 points in a football game and there's five minutes left. You just want to run out that fucking clock yeah. as much as you can and not say anything, no gaffes, no stupid bullshit. And uh, that's going to not be the case for any of these people for a number of reasons. One, because... These debates have become an industry now, so there's a profit motive involved. They're going to put them out there as many times as they fucking can. The second part is that there's going to be a brokered convention probably, which is going to drive more attention to all these assholes, and there's going to be a lot of tension and animosity all the way up to the point where somebody declares against Trump. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be them versus Trump, and he's just going to light them the fuck up because it's like, imagine, this is kind of a silly analogy, but imagine imagine you're getting into like a fucking... Uh, like a diss rap diss battle with somebody that you've never met before. All you can really go on is what you see. But if you've known that person for 25 years, yeah. that you have all this ammunition. And Trump is the king 
of political theater. Yeah. Like he will, he's every he's got a dossier on every single one of these assholes. This, and every time any of the other candidates make a good negative point about them, write that one down. Yeah. So right now, Trump is Trump. Everybody knows who he is and what he does. And the country has accepted that as a 49% approval rating. So there's rating. nothing you can say. That no, people yeah. there's like, nothing. Oh, there's, you can there's say no things, but there's nothing Warren new. There's no pulling out the fucking NDAs no. or anything because we know about all of that. There's no new criticism of Trump that's going to happen. Sure. Right? Like he played fast and loose with the Iran situation. Well, actually, it worked out pretty well. Yeah. Like the economy is doing well. Uh, and even if stuff isn't going well, it's become palatable for people. So he's going to have like this list of shit he can say about every one of these assholes that shows up. And they're going to have the same tired bullshit from 2016 that didn't work. Yeah. Because he didn't like all of a sudden change stuff. He's been the same. And I think he's an asshole, but he's been the same asshole for like the last three and a half years. It's not going to change now. So what's the new what's the new messaging? I, I think they're fucked either way. Uh, me personally, at this point with the debates, it's theater and it's yeah. entertainment. We're in a down period in sports. I'm looking forward to that fight for uh, Saturday night, but that's about it yeah. until we get to March Madness. So therefore, I want sports like entertainment where people are killing each other, and this is as close as it is. Well, that's gotten. why I, I want to change out um, the Groundhog Day to Beaver Day. That episode hasn't aired yet. I think it's going to air next week or the week after next where we talked about replacing uh, Punxsutawney Phil with two beavers. Who were watching uh, war propaganda films. Oh, I forgot about the war propaganda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so, what made them crazy. Yeah, so we feed these uh, beavers PCP and then make them listen to Nazi war propaganda. Yes. And then we, we put a shirt on one that says winter. And a shirt on the other one that says spring, and they fight to the death to decide. And then whoever it is, that's what's going to happen <laughs> in the climate. Now, I would go to that fucking Fuck festival. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm not going yeah, to, <laughs> I'm not going Pennsylvania to for no reason. <laughs> don't knock Punxsy, dude, and say you've been there. It's, it's a blast. I don't need um, to go there. The people of Punxsutawney, I'm with you. I, I've raged with you. I'm one of you. I've been inside you. We know. Stayed in their hotels. We know you're one of them. Um, Pelosi uh, here with the fucking Democratic candidates she's been remarkably silent in all of this Mm -hmm. i haven't heard one fucking word out of her mouth and i think this is is me and i wanted to ask you about this i think it's because since she brought the impeachment charges it buried biden biden to me is the only electable candidate that could have gone against trump he's the only one in these mock polls if you believe in them if you believe in those (laughs) numbers that is currently ahead of Trump and could beat him, Yeah, um, which I don't believe personally. But for the Democrats, they need that. And I think their voters would have needed that. Yeah. She buried him with his impeachment. Thing. Everybody said that, though, before it ever happened. A few people on the left, but everybody on the right, even people who like, were, stood to benefit from this, were like, this is a real big mistake, Nancy. Like, you should not do this. It's going to fuck up next year's election for you guys. Like, all of this is bad news for you guys yeah they did it anyways like it seemed like she tried to hold out as long as possible i don't know if she was just rope doping or whatever the fuck but um it seemed in a way like she was trying to hold out a little bit but it didn't work out that way obviously it happened and nothing happened yeah and she's at home licking her wounds right now i would imagine Mm. boy this is gonna get worse i i I would i would actually pay money to watch last night's debate (laughs) with her just to know could you imagine her bitching about what went on last night? Yeah. It would have been legendary to sit next to. Uh, <clears> or <throat> lie next to. Perhaps on a ghost bed from ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Man, 
I'd like to pull out an adjustable base with Nancy Pelosi. Boop. No mattress, just the base. Just that the base. Hard Boop. metal. Yep. Put it up halfway. Sit sit in the bedroom, watching on an old TV, mm-hmm. not a flat screen. Nope. A black and white uh, tube. talkie tube TV. Tube TV, yeah, and watch the ones. debate last night, and the just watch TV. her soak her dentures and lose her shit. Um, that would be great. If, if you want to actually put a mattress down and live like a real human, though, you can go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Sheets, pillows, mattresses, bases, you name it, 25% off all the way until March 3rd. Everything in the store. I, this is the best read I ever get to do because it's the greatest product and it's all 25% off. Also, the 36-month pay-as-you-go program, no interest, still applies to the 25% off Therefore, you're getting shit for like 20 bucks a month, man. Ghostbed is the best in the business doing it. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today and stretch out. Treat yourself. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's a piece of shit. Let's just. <laughs> <laughs> I knew and... it was coming. I knew we couldn't leave a Pelosi lying Let's around just be for real. you. She's like the typical fucking out of touch leftist in this country these days. Like, here's a quote from her the other day. She said. Uh, the Democratic Party is a quote unquote uh, a party of vitality, differences of opinion, which we will resolve. And she added that uh, that they have the trust of the American people, and it isn't up to me to decide. It's up to the people. You've got to be fucking kidding me with that horseshit. Yeah, like how you there, there's there's being tone deaf, and then there's like there's, there's this. Deaf. I mean, that she that's that's like uh, the kind of shit you would expect people in Hollywood to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? People that are just, you know, in these echo chambers. They're the party of shitting in the streets. Yep. The Democratic Party is the party of shitting in the streets, of cancel culture. Not uh, not having, not sharing differences of opinion and figuring things out. No, they're cancel culture. Oh, you don't like that? Fuck you. You're out. Yeah. Your career is over. That's, that's who you're the party of. You're the party of offering people free shit paid for by the money that you stole from them by char- raising their taxes, but you didn't fucking we dummy. Say, didn't we say about Biden that he's, like, losing it a little bit? Oh, he's crazy, yeah. It's tough. Well, they're I, the it, same it was fucking tough to watch age, last night. you guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was tough to watch last night. She's older. He can't grasp his words. By the way. I know. So she's, like, just because she has great hair somehow. Yeah. And, like, has for a gotten... White lady. For an older white, yeah. yeah. And, like, crams her, like, old ass feet into like some high heels doesn't mm. mean that she's not 79 fucking years old dude. so she's 79 bloomberg is 79 bernie's 79 what are we biden is 78 what are we doing here at this point? i don't know i don't know i feel I like bernie's the only <clears throat> one that i don't get that like losing it i mean he's losing it in other ways no he's sharp he's sharp he has I mean, he's mental crazy. acuity but his his ideas are crazy but yeah. for sure he's been he's had the same ideas for fucking 60 absolutely. years absolutely so, so he like, can just yeah. pull it him and bloomberg bitching about their <laughs> heart stents last night was amazing it's hilarious yeah it was really funny david axelrod who i hate on cnn uh because i'll scroll through twitter and, and yeah. try to find what people are saying and uh he goes he goes i feel like all the the candidates on stage right now are just trying to give their two stents and I was like, bravo. Mm. Wow. I'm a big pun guy, and that was... Not a fan of puns. Uh, was a good yeah. one. Pelosi said recently that it doesn't really matter which Democrat is on stage. They're, they're, better, they're a better candidate than Trump. What does better mean to her exactly? Like, how are you quantifying that? A non-Republican? Is the, is, the, yeah, exactly. is the economy <laughs> fucked up? <laughs> right? Is the economy fucked up? Are, no. we, are we losing some wars? Um, are, are racial tensions worse than they used to be? Are uh, social issues, are they worse now? 
I mean, like, what, what does that mean by better? If you, if you read, if you're a human being and you read better to mean more like me, then you are a prejudiced cunt, Nancy. Yeah. Shut the fuck up with that stupid bullshit. She just keeps on with it and it never ends. People forget about this woman and what she's done over the past couple of years, actually the past couple of decades. Well, I think uh, here's, my, cold, <clears throat> snake. here's well, my cold-hearted snake. Here's my prediction for Nancy, old, good old Nancy in the fall. I think Republicans obviously win president. I think Trump wins. Mm-hmm. I think they take back the House and I think they hold on to the Senate mm-hmm. and then Nancy is out of there. Well, she'll be the minority leader. Yes. Which she's been. But I think... Even then, they'll be like, hey, man, you fucked this up, and we've mm-hmm. got to get you out of there. Because it happens to, to all of them. Eventually, they, they go. Yeah. Uh, everybody forgets about how she – and look, this isn't uh, just a Democratic issue. The Republican Congress people and senators do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, she and her husband have made tens of millions of dollars in the stock market based on information – that she got from committees where she chaired yeah. them or sat on them or just bills that were going through Congress. So if you remember uh, 2008 during the housing crisis before TARP passed, the Troubled Asset Relief Program, which is the bailout that everybody talks about, TARP, if you don't remember that, um, she and others, one, bet against the market and made a ton of money. Uh, but by the way, to back up that point, her husband bet against the market this summer, uh, yeah. specifically in the stock Netflix. He's yep. got the uh, under... For the sports show, uh, he's got the under on Netflix at three hundred, so he's trying to short Netflix. Yep. the stock at three hundred right now. Yeah, and uh, Nancy and John Boehner and a guy from Alabama all bought a fuck ton of stock in Visa when it released its IPO mm-hmm. early in two thousand eight, and it was at the same time that a bill was coming through Congress that was super anti credit card company, and they, she was the minority leader and Banner was the majority leader of the house and they squashed that fucking bill so they could make fucking money. Yeah. That's, that's who we're talking about here. Yeah. Fuck all these politicians. Yeah. I don't, I don't give two fucks about any of you people. You can get fucked. You're all my get fucked of the goddamn millennia. I hate all of you. Yeah. Like right. you, you're, if you, if you go into, it's like becoming a fucking, uh, an EMT just so you can get morphine. That's essentially what it is. You are a piece of fucking smart. shit. And you should smart. walk outside yeah, of your house really right now smart. in front of everybody and shoot yourself in the fucking head. And I get it. Yeah. You can also find a drug dealer pretty easily these days. So uh, don't go through all that work to get some drugs. No, nah, it's too much. You can, you can find somebody else. Uh, on a happier tune, Grinder Cannibal uh, found unresponsive in police custody. Uh, for those of you who listen to the show on a weekly basis, <laughs> you remember the heartwarming tale of Mark Latunsky, who allegedly killed Kevin Bacon. No, not the <laughs> Kevin Bacon. I really loved this tale. Uh, just another Kevin Bacon, 25 one. of Schwartz Creek, which is a big popular <clears throat> tourist destination around this time of year. Mm-hmm. He was found dead, naked, and hanging by his ankles in Latunsky's Bennington Township basement on December 28, 2019. Since Friday, Latunsky has stopped eating and was found unresponsive in his cell by guards. Turns out you just can't go cold turkey once you eat human meat. Weird, right? right? Yeah, you would think that there would they would have some kind of transition program for him. Yeah. Like if you can go into jail and get your dick and balls cut off and a vagina stapled onto you or however that works, I'm not a doctor, come on. No. Uh, but if you can get all that done and please cuss in. you can't get some fucking human meat. He gets pushed Yeah, Jesse out. says he gets pushed in, by the way. They I push the dick and balls so far inside yeah, of you so that it creates a hole. A hole. 
So yeah. it's just an inside-out thing. Doctor. She's a doctor. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't. So then you're like, know any more about you're, this stuff. If you're nope. having sex with someone with a fake vagina, you're basically <clears throat> putting your penis inside an inside-out penis. Yeah, uh, I'm fine with that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as it stays I inside. put my dick in weirder places For sure. That. I don't want to see it come outside. That's the whole thing. No, I, I mean, it, it would be weird if they turned... It prolapsed. Yeah, if they prolapsed. It turned into a it was, penis. It would be a, a fleshlight at that point. Yeah, You'd be fucking a fleshlight attached to a human being. Yeesh. That is a new low even for <laughs> Drinking Bros standards, and that shockingly came from um, you, Jesse, today. Anyways, it might be kind of like a Twilight situation. Like, he really <clears throat> does need this to survive. Ah. Yeah, and who are we to... Like, if this human being like He might needs, be a real fucking vampire. If he needs human meat to survive... And we're taking it from him. That is uh, like prejudicial murder. It's almost racist in a way. Well, I just feel that. like we're yeah. to blame. You know what I mean? We're the ones to blame. Just like I feel bad for the kid that had to die, but you can harvest meat without killing someone. Oh, yeah. the two Dwight, of you guys today. I'm just going to drink straight out of the bottle. Here. Dwight Schrute came up with something called Burger on the Go. And basically he could make, uh, he could harvest six hamburgers or 12 sliders from a horse without actually killing the animal. Hmm. You don't say. Burger on the go. And I feel like we should be able to do something similar (laughs) with people. I mean, look, there's a bunch of people in jail for life not doing anything right now. Just cut a bit of calf meat off. Give it to this guy so he doesn't die in custody. Then you have to pay out an insurance claim and all that shit. Yeah, say let these fucking guys die. They just didn't believe him that he needed it. And and they found out that they were wrong. He needed a little meat. You know what I mean? A little human meat. I just say let these fucking guys die. We don't need to pay for this shit. Let Um, who die? This guy. I'm going to fucking starve myself. Great, you killed and ate another human. No, he said care. he wasn't uh, like it wasn't a hunger strike or anything. Apparently, oh, it wasn't. Yeah, no, that's, that's what he said. He needed, yeah, human flesh, yeah, to live. Sh- sure, okay, no, and, I, and I understand all that. <laughs> okay, cool. Anybody who needs what are you human not understanding to live should not live. I need Chick Fil A to live. Are you saying that I can't live my life? Well, it's not illegal. Chick Fil A is not illegal. Yeah, not but illegal yet. illegal is just something that we determine. We determine that it's illegal to murder and eat somebody, but In it's some it's fine eyes. to murder and eat a cow or a horse. What makes us better than that? Well, Joaquin Phoenix said that. So, in some people's eyes, it right. is illegal to eat Chick Fil A. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's all yeah, like PETA. in the in the eye of. Did so? Did you guys take acid today? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm, dude. We're just like. Our minds are open. You know what I mean? I've been smoking weed since 9 o'clock this morning. Well, Which is not unusual. That not is unusual. Not, no, not, um, I am drinking Natty Seltzer. Uh, by the way, if your booze. minds are open, why don't you put uh, some headphones in them? Next up, we got buyraycon.com forward slash drinking bros. Best wireless headphones in the biz. We were looking for someone that was uh, affordable and long lasting. These are six hours worth of charge once you put those in a little box. And they come with uh, a million little ear earpieces in them, no matter how big your ear holes are. The point are. is they're a good fit. Great. And I think for a lot of people, that's kind of the, the key. deal. Right? They're small. They're discreet. You're not walking around with a boombox. I think we should make head. detachable ears. All right. Like we'll just finish this ad and then we'll yeah, get into yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get into no, that. No, that should be the next Raycon ears. product. It should be a complete oh. ear replacement. Or it's ooh, a, the, ooh, or the ooh, headphone yeah, goes yeah, over yeah. your ear like a fake ear. Oh. <gasps> So that way it's like, oh, But man. it looks like a real ear. It looks like a real ear. That yeah. would be dope as shit, That dude. would be amazing. Because then the people, would, people wouldn't know and they'd be trying to talk to you and be like, suck. 
Sorry, man. Sorry. And they're like, what? I'm yeah. Like, they would think you're deaf. Exactly. I'm listening, oh. I'm listening to the, the Pop Smoke album. Dan, you oh, would love that yeah, if dead. people thought you were deaf. Exactly. Oh, man. Anything Ooh. to keep people from talking to me. Serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like most of the conversations <laughs> I have in life. Yeah, we my, know what you mean. My entire goal in that conversation is to get it to end. Yeah, to get out of there. Yeah. yeah. And we no, know that for I sure. Get it. Uh, and your, your entire goal at home for wireless headphones should be long-lasting and affordable <laughs> If you go to buyraycon.com forward slash drinking bros today, that's R-A-Y-C-O-N.com forward slash drinking bros today. You can get these and knocks them down to like 65 bucks, man. That's a hell of a deal. And they last forever. Yeah, Next nice. up, uh, eight <laughs> people were killed in a German shooting. Uh, these stories are fucking awful, as yeah. always. And um, uh, it's irritating when both sides try to use them for political fodder. Here's what happens in these shootings, right? You're hoping that it's your not your own race, right? Um, and that's that it's usually, not a, like if you're if you're uh, it starts with race. If you're a white Republican, you're hoping it's not a white person with an mm-hmm. assault rifle. Correct. Basically. If you're if if you're a black, you're hoping it's not a Muslim guy. A or, black. Yeah. If you're if you're a black guy Whoa. out there. No, but if you're if, if, easy, if you're a black easy, person buddy. out there, you're probably like, ah, oh, shit, Cut the man. Line. I hope this isn't like a Muslim thing where yeah. I'm gonna get fucking blamed for this. Well, this is what we were talking about earlier. People are people want their political narrative to become the facts. Correct. So they go, it's it's confirmation bias. They go find facts to fit their narrative. Yeah. But if you look at statistics and data, which is, honestly is what Bloomberg was trying to do in New York, and it seemed to have worked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Did, like honestly, well, I, I hate to go back to that shit, but. If there's more crime in that neighborhood, is it? Do the people in that neighborhood really the the woke motherfuckers really not want more cops there to deter crime just because it looks bad that there's more cops around black people? That's what you want out of life, really? No, the and people it's the same in that goddamn neighborhood that are trying to like do the right thing and just raise their family or yeah. whatever want that, right? Yeah, I would assume so. And in th- I would these, assume. In these cases, Germany has, by all accounts, some of the strictest gun laws in Europe, if not the world, right? But somehow these people were still able to acquire weapons, get them, get them into a place, and then fucking shoot up a bunch of people. And it was a white Nazi fucking... Yeah, this is like the second white supremacist thing in Germany in the last six months. The other one was uh, Senegal, right? Yes, yes. Oh, yes. and then there was a big one a long time ago. There's been a couple things in Germany. Over yeah. the years. <laughs> a few things. The Holocaust. Yeah. 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 A long yeah. time ago. Jeez. But other than that, yeah, this is the only other thing. No, that's but the, there. the point of all Buy that a is copy of Anne Frank. The point of all that is, even with all that, Diary. all that deterrence on paper, people are still able to easily yeah. subvert that yeah. on a regular basis and yeah. fucking murder the shit out of people. So what? What is? What's the debate we're having? Because in in America, the debate we have is. <laughs> Um, well, I think assault rifles look scary, and when mass shootings happen, it's usually those. Mass shootings account for a small fraction of all gun deaths in this country, uh, and typically it's against white people, which is weird. Uh, not that you don't want to shoot white people over somebody else. It's just weird that uh, white people are so up in arms about that particular subject while they claim to be woke and ignore the 70% of murders that happen in urban areas with handguns, mm-hmm. right? So we're talking about three, less than 3% of murders that happen with rifles. About 70, 65, 70% that happen with handguns. Nobody's talking about that shit right. ever. So what? this is not a real debate. I've never heard a genuine gun argument from anybody on the left, not once in my life, not once. I've heard some stuff from people who are on the right, like Tim Kennedy, uh-huh. 
and when he was Dan, on Rogan and Dan Crenshaw that yeah. people mm-hmm. on the right freaked out about. Oh yeah. Like if we can't have an honest discussion about this and figure out, hey, look, if we do this one thing, we can stop this massive. Like, if you had ass cancer, right? But you also had a melanoma on your forearm, and you went in and got the melanoma taken care of, but left the pros- prostate cancer. You are a fucking idiot. Right. Right. Like if you were a doctor and you did that, that would be medical malpractice and you would lose everything. But if you're a politician and you do it, you get fans from the woke crowd. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? Like what, when, are we, when are we actually going to start acting like the world is the world and reality is reality? I just don't know if that's ever going to happen. It, it's not. Not anymore. I don't think anymore. Like, like we're past like that. There was like hope for a second and then. We're, we're, we are well past that. Are you talking about Obama? Hope? Change? Yeah. Exactly. No, Taft. Ooh. Taft, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah. I'm a he big was, Taft. Who, best president best ever, president. by the way, is Teddy Roosevelt. Lincoln. No. Teddy Roosevelt's <laughs> the best. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt. Lincoln guy. He smoked like eight cigars a day and beat up a bear with his bare hands one time, I think, or some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the national parks came from Teddy Roosevelt. He had a sweet-ass mustache. He was a boss, dude. He's the best. Like, nobody can even come close TR to was a boss, but, uh, you know, Lincoln... Lincoln was pretty pretty rad himself. Ah. Ah. Not uh, really. Until he walked into that play. Um, speaking of which, you know what he could have used that night? A little killcliffcbd.com. Ooh. If you're going to get shot in the back of the head, you might as well relax. You might as well be relaxed about it. You know what I'm saying? Gosh, yeah. I no? mean, I, I would do that. If I was going to a play, I would definitely... Yeah, take a can of killcliffcbd.com. And pour half of it out. Yep. T- well, I'll probably drink half of it and then pour lean into that shit. Yes. Because yeah. watching things on lean is one of my favorite things to do. I don't, like to, I don't like to do anything when I'm on it. Yeah. I don't know why I always bring up lean every time we fucking talk about coke. Well, we got a gigantic <laughs> bottle sent to us. Um, yeah, I think I want to take some of two, that two for bottles. my birthday. Oh, okay. Like What's you. that, the 25th? Uh, 23rd. 23rd. Sunday, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, why not? Uh, if so, uh, look, we'll put it in the kill cliff. Dan's right. Oh my gosh! You, you put that purple inside. Wouldn't the, you just pass out? No, it's the greatest. No, it's, it's the in best, the CBD dude. though. Yeah. yeah, CBD. It just relaxes. It doesn't make you fall asleep. Relaxing. Any aches, pains, anything you have going on at work, uh, it's great for that. Go to KillCliffCBD.com today. Promo code Drinking Bros, twenty percent off and free shipping. It knocks the cans down to like three dollars and eighty cents a can, and you get a the whole fucking case. So you could go out and buy a can of Monster or. Some Kill Cliff CBD. I hate that. KillCliffCBD.com. And uh, boom. Yeah, it's fucking, go. it's, I, I don't know. I, you, don't, I, you don't test, I've by been, the way. No, of course not. No, it's, it's, it's on the can. It says it on there. Yeah, yeah I don't they, remember. They give you guarantees you for yeah. sure. Yeah. I honestly don't remember the last time I didn't drink one of these before I went to sleep. Same. I've, I've, That's why months. I was like, because it helps me go to sleep. So mm-hmm. I'm like, if I put lean in there. Yeah, but you, I mean, I drink them during the day sometimes, too. Like, if I'm feeling aches and pains, instead of taking a bunch of fucking Percocet or something, I'll drink one of these and smoke some weed. Yeah. Fair. Uh, Good stuff. Uh, Next up, China deploys 40 incinerators to Wuhan. Got you all in check. Amid fears of the coronavirus uh, death toll cover-up. Did you say... Wuhan. Incinerators? Yeah. To, like, burn people? Burn bodies, kids. They're burning <laughs> bodies to get rid of the evidence. Did they get those from Germany? Yeah. Behind? We had a special guest on the show yesterday, Christmas Abbott. That, that episode will air in a couple weeks here. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the woman she was with, uh, her sister was over there in China mm-hmm. and had just left. So she goes... That's not good. The, the sister was like, hey, the Chinese New Year is a little crazy over here. I just kind of want to get away from it, so I'll come back and visit you in the United States. And she flew back like 
two weeks before that shit happened over there. Mm-hmm. And she's calling her friends back in China. She was telling us these stories. She was like, dude, these people have been locked in their apartments for 25, 30 days at this point. No one's out <clears> in the streets. There's no food. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. And like you'll hear like horrific screams and so shit like one that. One of my buddies runs uh, a very large multinational conglomerate. He's he's uh, the CEO of it, and it's out of Hong Kong, right? Mm-hmm. They have restaurant groups. They've got all kinds of stuff: clothing, manufacturing, like all sorts of shit. Yeah, uh, they own jewelers. Like it's a massive fucking company. <clears throat> and a bunch of his, he sent this to me. A bunch of his employees sent videos of them walking through the streets of like major cities in China because yeah. they have a lot of their offices are in China and it's like they're just looking around and it's midday I don't Go, know if you've ever it's a ghost ever, town it's a go, like I don't yeah. know if you've ever seen 28 days we, later we've all, we've all seen like B-roll of China before but if you've never been there if you haven't seen like live video of China it's like it's like Bustling. the it's like the New York subway but on the street yeah like it's people it's everywhere it's one all billion the people time. yeah, yeah. Just rolling through the so streets. it's so surreal to be looking out into they have these big like public housing kind of situations that are actually condos they're nicer than what we would consider public housing but there'll be like three or four buildings and then a park in the middle and all this other bullshit they don't they do it pretty well for for that for that part of the world but anyways it was really bizarre to see videos of two families walking around outside and nobody else yeah like that is so weird uh I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. Nobody else does either. Well, that's what happens when <laughs> so you live in communist China. So they control the government or the internet. The government controls the internet over there. You don't really know what's going on. But what do we think is happening with these incinerators? Uh, they're trying to cover. Well, one one news agency one one news agency said that it was to get rid of medical waste, and one said it was to burn the like car- animal carcasses during an outbreak. Yeah. Now, who are you going to believe? Yeah. And even if it is to burn medical waste, who gives a shit? They're still throwing bodies in there. So they're basically. China's well, but never what's the lied intent? Are they? Before. Yeah. Are yeah. they? Are they trying to uh, stop the spread of the virus, or are they trying to cover up how many people actually died? Because, mm. but why would they cover up how many people actually died? Who cares? I think that number is too scary. And right now, reports are coming out of China for the U.S. companies, mm. and they're having to change their guidance for their upcoming stock. Uh, Apple was two days ago. Where they just said, look, all their phones are manufactured in China, and that's still yeah. their biggest seller for Apple. And they're like, look, temper down the guidance because we're going to miss it. Um, we can't get shit done over there. There's yeah. a lot of shit that comes in and out of China that oh, is yeah. not getting done. <clears throat> and uh, I think it would be really, really scary if there was a, a extremely high death toll and they reported it honestly and said, hey, guys, <coughs> we've got fucking 10,000, 12,000 people instead of 2,000 people dead right now. Um, I think that would really fuck up um, companies considering whether or not they want to work in China or move their businesses elsewhere. And uh, it's a fucking mess. And we'll never get an honest answer because it's a communist country. Right. So it sounds like you're saying they're going to burn people. That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. So I think these incinerators, me personally. Are, are for f- the dead bodies? Y- yes, are for dead bodies and to or get rid of them. for people that are sick. No. Well, <laughs> depends on how sick you are. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, if you got blood coming out of your eyes, hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. take them out back. Right, light it up, smoke up, Johnny. Sure, smoke them if you got them. That's sure, what I think's going on over there. Okay, well, but I don't know, and I don't know that we will know for a long time. Um, but if this if this shit starts to hit like two and three months where people aren't going outside and they're stuck in their houses, Oof. then things are going to get really fucked up. Ooh. Well, I mean, in the plague, so the Black Plague in Europe, right? Mm-hmm. 
about 30% of the human population in that area died then. So that's 25 million people. 30% of 7.5 billion, the fuck is that? That's like 200 million, 250 million at this point. That'd be a lot. Like, we're not even close, bro. Just relax. Yeah. Yeah. What are they worried about? Apple stock prices going down because people are afraid of of an isolated event like that. All these goddamn alleged pandemics are nonsense. Nothing ever fucking happens. This is not the Middle Ages. We have medicine now. That that's what I say. Every time one of them comes up, like Africanized bees are gonna fucking sting us, and we'll, we're all gonna that. die. Yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah. <laughs> that fucking was fun. The yeah. the goddamn anthrax scares back in the day after nine eleven. Oh Nothing gosh, ever remember happened. Remember anthrax. Oh, so cute. Are you getting it? nostalgic about anthrax? Yeah. Yes, I yeah. remember the anthrax stuff. What were the other ones? Uh, Ebola, Zika. Ebola, Zika. Fun. Like four people died. Yeah. Like just shut the fuck up with this stuff. Zika's man. still a thing, right? It's always going to be a thing. So is MERS. Yeah. They're always going to be a thing. It's always going to be a thing. So is this. And the, the, it's the unknown about China because, again, we have no information that goes in and out of there and they control the internet. So. Who fucking knows what it really is, to be honest with you? I, don't I care. have no idea. Uh, but what I do know is over here, illegal immigration isn't being solved. Uh, a new CBP report found that uh, over 375,000 illegal immigrants were detained at the border and then released into the United States. Um, Jesus. These were. <laughs> That's, that's that, that not were, the total amount of uh, illegal immigrants who entered the U.S. No. Last year. That's the amount who. Just got released. Who walked up to a border control point, got taken into custody for trying to get over the border illegally, then were released into the United States by CBP. Yes. And we can do nothing about this. So I, I No, we can. We can we can send them back to their goddamn country. We can, but we need more help. We need more funding. We need more money. And right now, we're not getting any of that. Mm. So I, I don't know what to do besides... It's, and this it's is, not, this it's is not what I want to ask help. you. It's not about help and money. Here's what I want to ask you. Do you... Do you deploy the National Guard at this point? Um, no, because I don't really care. I know you don't, but let's live in a world where you do care about No, I mean, like, I, here's what I don't care about. I don't care about uh, there being more, like, Mexicans looking for jobs in the United States. That doesn't bother me. The, the amount of people who come through that are violent criminals are a fraction. And to be honest, even with the National Guard down there, the people who really want to get in, and if someone's determined to do violence, they're going to get in are going to get in. So you can't, it's like uh, you're trying to fix a dam. Like, yeah, I can go down there and patch that hole up, but really this whole dam needs to be rebuilt at some point. Otherwise it's going to start failing more and more over time. So we just have, so this, how do you rebuild that dam that you're talking uh, with about? policy? So there, there's no, the legal process for immigrating to the United States is silly. It's ridiculous. The amount of money it costs a family who is almost certainly abjectly poor to migrate to the United States is nonsense. This doesn't make any sense. It's, it should not be cost prohibitive. You know what I mean? To do that. Like we should set bound like limits. Like we're going to let in X amount of people per year based on, you know, partly humanitarian, partly what the needs of the United States. And we need low wage workers in this country. Sorry. It's just the way it is. It's the way capitalism works. So but the, the, my, my thing is to do that, you have mm-hmm. to be able to have strong borders. So you're still going to have to spend that money because it, it, even if you I say, don't hey, think so. you guys are all in, yeah. good, now we're going to cut it off. How? There's no evidence in all of human history that a strong border like that prevents illegal immigration. Not one instance of that ever. But, well, what, like take Canada, for example. So yep. we were talking about Vancouver earlier. Yeah, Canada. The Canadian, Last time I went to Vancouver, yeah. dude, 
if you had a fucking DUI, you couldn't get into the goddamn country. Like, yep. it, it's a bitch. But yeah, if but you that's really not. Really wanted to, you could get. But it. that's not a that's not a closed border. Yeah, you could just take Lake Michigan straight yeah. the fuck up there on a fucking rowboat. If rowboat. you really, really wanted to, yeah. but you were just trying to get in for you know a, a flight. That, that's the a problem. Flight. That the problem <laughs> is is that the legal means is difficult, and it's the same with immigrating to this country, like becoming a citizen of this country or getting on the pathway to citizenship, has made like uh, exponentially more difficult over the years. And now it's become prohibitively difficult financially for a lot of these people. So what are they going to do? They're not going to stay in Guatemala, Mexico and fucking die. They're going to find a way to get over here. So there's a couple of things that you can do to stop that shit. One is better policy, like make the legal means of immigration something that's palatable for both sides and stop this goddamn border wall. Like this border wall hasn't done shit. To stop this, there were more illegal immigrants came into the country last year than the years previous. Well, they're not even close to being done with it. Uh, one, two. I think you need almost the national guard or fucking more border agents at this What's point. The, what are they going to do though? Exactly. Line up, you know. And if they're not, they're somebody not gonna tries go, to get in, there's 2,200 miles of that shit. They're not going to stand yeah. there with their hands locked. 2,200. I'm not miles saying they're doing that, but I'm saying if you're patrolling it yeah. and you're there, and then somebody tries to come, a, you know. Come across the line. That's it. Um, because you've got you've to stop this at some point. Something drastic has to be done. Um, I well, agree with you. I don't well, think Germany a, did stop I, it. I don't think a wall is going to be enough. Well, they had a wall, right? No. No, no, no. Germany had a major issue with Poland in the 90s and early 2000s, right, of Polish low-wage workers coming across were essentially the same as a Mexican coming into the United States. Uh-huh. They would work off books, so taxes weren't paid. They would work for way low wages, so... Uh, the corporate people were able to make much higher profit margins, right? It was the same situation that we're dealing with right now here. And what they did was they passed a couple of bills. One of them says that if you're qualified and you can pass a background check, then we will issue you a federal work permit. You can cross the border, come over to the country, work for the day or the week or the month, and then go back to your country, right? You take all the money with you. Their taxation will, be, will happen however it happens. I don't, know what, I don't know what their tax laws are. The second part of it was, the second part of the bill, the teeth, that's the carrot. The stick was, if you're an employer and you hire somebody that doesn't have that federal work permit, your business gets shut down and all your assets get liquidated and given to the state, period. First offense, you're done. That's how you fix it. Like, if there's a motive for people to come here and make money when they're from a poor country, they don't give two fucks about our laws. Like, that's not, that doesn't even occur to them. They're just like, all right, it's worth the risk. Yeah. What are they going to do? Deport me? I'll just come back. Because yeah. there are people who have been deported six, seven, eight times and they're still coming back in the U.S. Right? It's fucking nonsense. The, our, our whole program is nonsense. And the idea that we're just going to build a fucking big fence and that's going to stop it, is, is, that's retarded. And people that believe that are fucking dumb. I think, I think me personally, I think, I think the wall is a mental thing. Like psychological, um, and that'll prevent a lot of people. I think just the psychological aspect. People said the same thing about harsher penalties for illegal immigration back in the day, and all it did was create a more sophisticated criminal smuggling class to subvert those laws. And that's fine, because I want to put more border agents all along the border. Border agents can't look underground or like that. I get it, but the people that are getting underground, it's not going to be 375,000 going underneath a fucking underground thing. Like, there's just no way. That's more for like drug dealers and shit like that. Right. Um, and so then the people that we actually want to come into our drones. country are not peop- going to be able the to. The people that we want to, and I, I want people who make, who, I want people who live in Mexico to come here and work during the day because a dollar from here goes farther there. Uh-huh. And we can ethically, responsibly pay them less money 
to do work and it keeps our prices lower and then let them go back to their home and spend that money in their communities where it goes way further than it would here. And at some point, maybe as they graduate through the process and their children are involved in all this stuff, there's a pathway to citizenship where this hardworking person that's done a lot for the United States, including all these like 30% joining the goddamn military and shit like that can make their way into this country or not. Yeah. They do what they want, but it's a benefit to the country. I think we profit about $250 billion a year off illegal immigrants working in our economy. So it's not even close. And it costs us like $13 billion. So it's not, the, the numbers don't, don't make sense to me. So I want those people. I want, I want construction workers and gardeners and all this bullshit to be able to come over here and work cheaply, take that money back so we're not taking advantage of them. They're going back to their communities where that money means more, right? And look, that, that whole situation works. If you fucking build a big-ass wall and people have to go to great lengths to get here, then the only people who are going to be able to get here are the shit bags that we're worried about. So what we're doing is create a situation where we get none of the good and all the bad. It's fucking stupid. Have you ever walked into Mexico? No. So I've, I've walked in, right? You go through. They don't care. They don't, well, they don't care on the way in. Now, on the way out, they care. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're fucking search your car, all mm-hmm. that shit. You got to show your ID, everything else. Mm-hmm. Why not have the same system from Mexico coming into the United States where it's like, hey, man, show your ID. We know who the fuck you are. Yeah. Uh, it's scanned. That would make everybody feel a lot more better than <laughs> whoever the fuck is sneaking in from Guatemala with, right. with, with whatever they're trying to do. But you can only put so many of those checkpoints, right? Yeah. And people are going to come across the border in other places, and uh, that wall is not going to stop anybody. I, but it would I mean, stop... There's, there's a dozen. You can go find a dozen videos right now of new parts of the border wall either being kicked over onto their side or people just throwing a rope fucking over that bitch. It's none of this shit is going to stop anything. I, I don't know that I believe those videos per se, um, but I, I know this: three hundred seventy-five thousand is a big number. Well, he, these people actually. So here's the here's the fucking. This is another example of how they're taking advantage of the system. So this three hundred seventy-five thousand people came with family members, right? So they were with family members who either were in the immigration process or were citizens of the United States. So they came over the border with family members. They got caught with family members trying to get over the border. And because they had family members here, they're like, oh, I just assume these people will come to court. So they give them a court summons and then let them go into the United States. And that happens a, a lot That's more the than the main way that they get So of the it. people that got deported last year, I think it was 270,000 people got deported. Only 5,700 of them are part of this 375,000 group that came with families. Right. So I, of this 375,000 that came into the country, 5,700 of them got deported. I'm under the opinion of they should not be coming in anyways. So you come in legally. Every country I've ever gone to, well, I've had to go through. A, if you want to pay $12 for an apple, that's your choice, homeboy. But a I'm vicious screening process. I'm not trying to do that. Um, I, look, every country I've gone to is a mm. vicious screening process. It mm. fucking sucks. I get arrested in a country once. Um, I'm sure that you were blameless in that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a fish. I was it was a fish uh, a patch on a backpack that I was pulled out of line for, and like a because of weed. Tiny no, there was a tiny roach joint at the at the bottom of it, and I was just like motherfucker, man. Like somebody put it in there. It was a friend of mine's backpack. Oh, right? someone put it in there. They did. It, I, just, it wasn't my backpack. For you real. were just holding it for a friend, yep. but it was. Literally about this size. Okay? Sure, but at that time. No. I'm in fucking Jamaica, right? I'm in Jamaica when this happened. This was in there. I, as an American, got stopped for that. Mm-hmm. But we can't stop 
375 fucking thousand people for anything and they're just cruising in it's just like, like they, well, well they, sorry they what happened was them. cbp caught them customs yeah. and border protection caught them and because ice doesn't have the ability to house all of them because there are these new rules too like this this one particular group of people this 375,000 people um there's an, a new law has been passed where you can't hold a family for longer than 20 days so you have to process them in 20 days. I says, well, we can't do that. So just let them into the country. Yeah. That's essentially what's happening right now. And that is the problem with bad border policy. It doesn't matter how many walls you build or how many people you put down there. If there's not policy behind it that is enforceable, then you're fucked. But you'll never get people to agree on policy with how divided the government is. Well, you're not going to get people to agree on this wall either. The first progressive American president that happens, and it's probably going to happen at some point, is going to tear that goddamn wall down. Immediately, that'll be the first thing they yeah. do when they get an and office. It'll be a big it's like fucking photo stupid. off, like no. video. Yeah. Look, I don't, I don't agree with any of it, and I mean, truthfully, if it was <clears> up <throat> to me, I'd put a ten-year stoppage on uh, immigrants coming in and figure out the, the the problems that we have here versus all these other fucking idiots that are trying to come in from other countries. And th- this goes into the next story about the, the homelessness. Mm-hmm. Five hundred thousand homelessness. I, I fucking um, homeless. Um, I saw uh, the, god damn it, who was it? Um, Adam Carolla, the godfather of podcasts, if mm-hmm. you will. Uh, he was talking to, I believe it was Jimmy Kimmel the other day, and they were just kind of rapping about what it used to be like back in the day. Who? Carolla? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, about Carolla, what it used to be. Carolla was on Fox News not too long ago talking shit about LA. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's, so he's been making the rounds. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like he's maybe he's going to run for office or yeah. something. Something, something's up. Like, yeah. or, or he's you know gone super right or whatever it is. But he was just having a conversation of like, man, you remember what it was like living in Los Angeles about twenty years ago? And he was like, you saw a homeless person here and there. Yeah. And he goes, um, when I moved here, I lived in this one shitty uh, apartment. And then he goes, now I'm rich and I live about four miles from there. It's not sure. still not very far. But he goes, I'm still taking the same streets every day. Which, when he said it, I thought about it. I was like, oh, fuck. When, when, when we lived there, it was the same way. Like, dude, you could live in a shitty apartment or you lived up in the hills. And yeah, but you still have to get on the fucking four. Exactly. And it was about a three-mile difference where you're passing the same shit every day, no matter who you were, what class of pe- person right. you were. It has gotten so fucking awful in Los mm-hmm. Angeles now, the homelessness, that it's mm-hmm. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. At, at no point do we want to help Americans who are homeless in, in this crisis versus people coming in. That's mm-hmm. where I'm at personally. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of problems with our own country that we need to fix first before we start helping people from other countries. Well, and shit. the homeless thing we think is, uh, you know, no one has a really good grasp on what the issue is. And the issue is mental health. Yeah. Yeah. So of the vast majority of people who are homeless, like there, there are some people who are down in luck or going through tough times or whatever. The vast majority of people who are homeless are either drug addicts or they have severe mental illnesses of some sort. Usually and both. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, one becomes the other yeah. at some point, yeah. or, or vice versa. But so you can't. Like Salt Lake City tried to solve this a couple of years, maybe ten years ago. They figured they they did some math, and this is where uh, it doesn't always work out. Uh, but they did some math and figured that the <clears throat> figured out that the um, the average homeless person in Salt Lake City costs the government about $15,000 a year in hospital bills and arrests and all this other bullshit. Mm-hmm. So they were like, well, we can give them low-cost housing and public housing for about $10,000 a year per person. So why don't we just do that? We'll save about five grand per person, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
So they did it, and immediately the fucking places got torn down by assholes, right? Not literally torn down, but it just got fucking rocked the same way that public housing always does. Right. Yeah, uh, they did that in my hometown, too. Yeah. Made so like it's an like, artist commune lo- yeah, like yeah, it's lofts nonsense. or whatever. It's and nonsense. Yeah, and it just looks like a fucking drug But no, nobody wants to talk about that. It's yeah. It's like in San Francisco right now, for example, they want to talk about the dignity of homeless people. How much dignity can you possibly have? The, the idea should be not to give dignity to a homeless person. The idea should be like, hey, let's get this person's mental health and drug issues and whatever financial get issues taken care of. So of they can dignity. So they can be like in a home and have dignity yep. that yeah, way. Yeah. Why? Like that's, it's like fucking handing somebody with a gunshot wound aspirin. Like, here you go, buddy. Yeah. Like it's fucking stupid. And we are like, for as for as rich a country as we are, we are about as unethical with our money as anybody could ever be. Like Amazon not paying taxes, all these fucking rich white dudes running for the Democratic Party that's the party of the people. Yeah, 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 like yeah, get yeah. fucked with all that bullshit until you're ready to come out with some plans to challenge people. Like, hey, we're going to fucking, here's the deal. Amazon, all you guys, you're paying a flat 10%. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. Give me that money. Uh-huh. We're going to use that money to make the communities that you fucking profit from better. Because that's your responsibility. If you're Amazon and you profit $11 billion in the year, primarily from sales to America, you should have a moral responsibility to make America better. And you don't do that by not paying your fucking taxes. Get fucked with that bullshit. No, I, I agree. And so everything you guys are saying is why, me personally, I would rather use the money and resources we have in America to help actual Americans rather than other people coming in. Um, that's why, and I know Milo had said the same thing when he was on well, you're the getting, show. You're getting tunnel vision there because yeah, ha- one does not. a bag of apples being $5 instead of $20 does help America quite yeah. a bit. And it doesn't happen without low-cost migrant labor. I, I understand, but there's still some people out there who would work and take these jobs? No, there's not. You think they're they're not white people a, that are going to go fucking guy? pick fruit and look. That's why Cesar Chavez. That's why Cesar Chavez so become a cultural hero in California because white people had the opportunity and were not were not either they didn't want to or they weren't capable of doing that work. Who says they're white? Uh, it's California. You're either white or Latino there. So wow, I look at Los Angeles was 83 percent Latino. I, I'm just saying. There is enough people in this country. I think those jobs will be filled just fine. You've got to take a shot at one of these things one way or the other. And right now, nothing's being done about any of this shit. Mm. So pick something. Focus on that. <clears throat> try to do better at it. And then see what happens from there. And then learn from your mistakes. I, we, we will probably never agree on the Well, I just don't thing, think you can handle any of these issues in a vacuum because they all play on one another. Like you, for, for society to be successful the economy has to be good. And for the economy to be good, then people need to have fair wages that they can live on and their dollar has to go f- farther and farther as time goes on, not, not shrink. Inflation's bad, right? So to make things like that happen, you need low-cost labor. You have to have it. Yeah. Like you, you absolutely have to have it, and these people are not going to fucking do it. There's no way. You also have to have safety, right? And you're not going to have that with... People talk about dignity of homeless people the vast majority of them are mentally ill. Like what, and what other scenario would we just be okay cruising around stepping over mentally ill people? It's like going to the zoo and walking into the lion's cage. Not that all homeless people are dangerous or anything, but there is a risk involved with having that many mentally ill people just hanging around, not getting the treatment that they need. It's not about, 
So what's the answer then? Opening up more. Snatch those motherfuckers up and put them in a goddamn insane asylum and get them some help. Right. Or whatever they call it these days. I don't know what the PC word for it. But there's not enough of those either. It's it's like the immigrants coming across the border. There's not enough housing for these people. Um, Otherwise, they they would be there. Um, In the case of Los Angeles, what they're doing is taking them right out of the hospital Mm -hmm. for whatever they come in for and then literally dumping them downtown in their gowns. You were there Mm -hmm. when that happened. And it was like those white vans in the middle of the night, 3 a.m., would just drop them off over and over and over again until they got popped. you know, about eight years ago. And uh, again, this is probably something we will never agree on, but um, you got to pick one of these issues and focus in on it because otherwise you're just running muck with all of it and then you're fucked. California as a state is fucked for all of this. The homelessness, the immigration, everything they're going through, they're just getting run the fuck over right now. Yeah, and it's because they refuse to deal with any of the issues. Yeah, Yeah. but you've got to deal. I don't think you can deal with all of them at once. I think you've got to focus in on, on one and then... I wouldn't mind seeing a 10-year ban on non-migrant labor or non-seasonal migrant labor. What I mean by that is, in California especially, mm-hmm. seasonal migrant labor is a huge thing. Like, there's the the grape and other fucking crop harvests that happen every year. Right. And for three to six months, there's an influx of Mexicans that come and work the fields and all that bullshit, package everything up. Strawberries. And then they, stuff, yeah. then they fuck off back to Mexico and spend that money that they made there. Yeah. It's like goddamn... Um, the uh, what is it uh, slaughterhouse rules or whatever the fuck or not slaughterhouse uh, what's the what's the name of that stupid Tobey Maguire movie about abortion with Michael Slaughter, slaughterhouse rules yeah, yeah slaughterhouse yeah. rules yeah it's like that but not with black people no, with Mexicans obviously sure. so it's like the same kind of deal I I think uh, I think it's maybe not ten years we'd have to see how it goes but I think a temporary cessation of of accepting new people would, is not a bad idea. Yeah, I, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think anything's going to fucking no, happen. No, everybody's too sensitive. The state burns down or whatever. You know, I watched that fucking video underneath the bridge. You know, going into Venice while this, the homeless people blew up the tent oh, and all their yeah. other fucking tents burned down. That was right by my office where we drove on to yeah. the, the ten freeway there, and everybody's like, <clears> "Holy shit!" And I was like, "Well, they're cooking meth in a tent, and yeah. it fucking yeah. blew up." Yeah, yeah. No shit. There's 90 other tents. Well, there. now Los Angeles is outsourcing their misery to everybody else. Everybody else, like San Francisco and fucking, you know. Nashville and Nashville, Austin. Austin. Uh, we were just in Austin. We've been in Austin a bunch. Homelessness isn't that bad there. Uh, I read this story about the, uh, the guy who was at Vince Young Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, Vince Young Steakhouse was pissed. There was only a couple homeless Like, if you think you have a, a problem, I, I saw the video and the, the pictures he took and posted mm-hmm. on, his, on his Twitter. Um, if you think two people living in cardboard boxes out by the, the entrance of where your employees get in, right. just get <clears throat> ready. <laughs> get ready for what L.A. Is, it has or San Francisco has. Yeah. Um, this, we've been to Austin numerous times, is nothing, nothing compared to what's not going yet. on. In, not, not yet. yet. Exactly. But it'll, it'll get really there. But it'll I, get there. It, it was encouraging to see this in Austin. Of The mayor was just like, hey, man, we're keeping an eye on shit. And, uh, you oh, know, you say. We're, we're doing it right. But at least in, in, in L.A., in San Francisco, they're like, look, these are sanctuary cities. People mm. can do whatever they want, and it's fucking great. Well, unfortunately, what the mayor says and what the city council is doing aren't matching up. Are two different things. Yeah. So the, the city council passed a rule in November, a new law in uh, November that w- pretty much the same as San Francisco. All the ordinances for quality of life crimes like shitting outside, open-air drug use, and stuff like that, they're pretty much gone now. For From Austin. Austin? Yeah. Oh. Uh. 
Yeah. God so while while the mayor's while the mayor's on the stump, like talking about, oh, we we're we're we fucking this. doing this. Like yeah. actually, you're doing the opposite of what you should be doing. Community policing works. Yeah. There's a hundred years of goddamn documentation of this stuff. It's nothing new. Yeah, it may hurt some people's feelings, but I don't care about your feelings, bro. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're alive and your feelings are hurt, that's better to me than being woke dead, motherfucker. All right. Like, stop being such a stupid cunt about everything. Like, oh, we can't, we couldn't possibly do that. Yeah. That would offend this group. Well, yeah, fuck exactly. that group. Yeah. Anybody that's offended by anything other than the suffering of other people, you're a fucking piece of shit and a pussy. No. Honestly. I, I agree. Uh, we'll, we'll wrap this up with one of the biggest pussies of all time, and that's Zuckerberg. Oh, yeah. Uh, a new book suggests that Zuckerberg is completely consumed with his old, his, his own personal public image. Um, Can you imagine being that big of a weirdo and being consumed by your public image? How fucking difficult is his life? God. He must want to die all the time. I think he does. Look, if you look at it (laughs) just from that movie, right? Just from that movie. He created Facebook to get back at a girl who didn't like him, essentially. Um, And then it spiraled into what it's spiraling in today. And now it's about power. Um, You know, you you take the biggest leftist on the planet. Once he got together with Trump, because you know they met at the White House. Yeah. Once they got together and they were talking about political spending mm-hmm. um, and campaigns or uh, ad campaigns, which you know they the left bitched about. Oh, that's not with content the election. We fucking read all these ads on Facebook and we were convinced to vote for somebody else. That's fucking crazy to me. And they wanted him to stop it. Not only did he not stop it, did you see what he just put out? Mm-hmm. What they're going to be doing this fall mm-hmm. for the candidates? They're going to let you buy out ads um, that aren't going mm-hmm. to be. Passed around like that, it'll say this is a message from so and so's candidate. So they're gonna be, you're gonna be able to spend more money on Facebook mm-hmm. starting this fall, and it's Trump's guy. Well, did you did you happen to uh, Google the phrase "democratic debate" anytime in the last week? Yes, because if you had and you looked at the very top, it would have been an advertisement oh, yeah. from Mike Bloomberg. Now, I, it's that, hilarious you say that. Explain this to the audience how you do that and beat that. So if you're Mike Bloomberg, how well, does he do that? So you go into Google Ads Manager, essentially, and you make the targeting as wide open as you can, which makes the ad very expensive because there's no direct targeting. But if you're a billionaire. But you bid on those, you quote unquote bid on those keywords. Mm-hmm. So you say, I'm willing to spend this many pennies or whatever the dollars per read. Report, like... I don't know how many people searched for the phrase democratic debate over the last week, Oof. but it's got to be in the millions. And he, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I would say for a week long thing before a major event like that, probably 25 to 40 million, somewhere in there. Yeah. And he probably to out, to make sure that he absolutely 100% outbid everybody and priced everybody else out of the market. He probably had to go to somewhere between eight and 13 cent per bid. So he spent millions of dollars just on one Google ad. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it's, for a by couple the way, of days. it's going to get worse. Um, <clears throat> the new report that I read last night is he's going to give 50,000 uh, influencers on Instagram $2,500 a piece if they will post He's a, already reached out to fuck Jerry. And, has he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, $2,500 a piece just to run one ad on their mm-hmm. social media for vote for Mike Bloomberg. 
I'll be curious to see. I'll do that for twenty five hundred. What bucks. happens? I know you will. Then I'll spend <laughs> the next two, Dan Holloway on Instagram. Then I'll spend the next two weeks talking about how big a piece of shit he is. <laughs> <laughs> Hit up at Dan Holloway on I'll Instagram. Take the money once and I run. got the once I got the money, man, I'll spend that whole twenty five hundred bucks on shirts to say fuck Mike Bloomberg. <laughs> I'll just hand them out to people. But I think he's okay with that as long as his name is there. He is. Yeah. And and the, the interesting part about it is, and again, right before we went on air, you and I were talking about this, Dan, of like. Mm. As bad as he looked in the debate last night, and he got fucking smoked last night mm. over and over and over mm. again. Does it matter? Because he's got so much money that he's going to keep jamming ads in people's faces. The first thing <clears throat> I did when I got up this morning yeah. was turn on the Today Show and to see if he was running any ads. Every commercial break was a Mike Bloomberg ad still. And it was like, oh, well, the news cycle, the, the cycles are happening so fast mm. that it's like, great, I'll forget about how shitty he was last night and I'll be buried in... 90 Mike Bloomberg ads by the end of the weekend. So maybe everybody will forget. Well, here's here's the thing. Uh, the presidency has become a debate slash popularity contest over like the last, I don't know, 100 years, 120 mm-hmm. years maybe. But that's not what it should be. It should be a measure of qualifications. Now, speaking for all the candidates that are involved right now, the only ones that really have the qualification to be president of the United States are probably Biden and Mike Bloomberg, to be honest. Like, I don't think that the country is necessarily run like a company. It should be run like a nonprofit. Like, we're not trying to make money here. We're just trying to provide common defense and and take care of people and shit like that. And you need money to do that. And there's a lot of business elements to that, right? And But I don't think you need to be a foreign policy expert to be president because that's what the fucking Joint Chiefs of Staff and the agency and the Director of National Intelligence are for. That's their job. Like, your job is to be a good manager of people. And you can't tell me that Mike Bloomberg is not a good manager of people. He took the NYPD, which is 35,000 people, and got them all pretty much on the same sheet of music, cleaned that fucking city up. Regardless of the tactics he used to do it, he did it, right? Mm-hmm. It's Congress's job to inform the president on what the country's thinking and what kind of policy needs to happen based on issues from their district. And he's supposed to take all those things together and say, here's a fucking bill hand it off to the fucking majority leader, the minority leader, and the whip, and get them to fucking like, hey, let's get this done. Let's go vote on this. Like Obama did with the, uh, the Affordable Care Act. It was right. like, like the the pro- I don't like the Affordable Care Act, but the way he did that was great leadership on his part. That is what the job of the president is. It's not to fucking, like everybody has these experts. It's not to keep gas prices low. It's fucking stupid, man. You have a Fed chair that, that makes sure interest rates stay at a, at a point where they're supposed to be for the economy. The president's not going to be an expert on foreign policy on, on economics or any of that shit. It's not their job. But nobody else in this race has done management at that level other than Trump, Bloomberg, and Biden. It's the only three. The rest of these people, Elizabeth Warren, she's a college professor. Yeah. She, yeah. She, she made her bones like lot throwing fucking mud at the banking industry. That's yeah. the only reason anybody gives a fuck about what she has to say. Bernie Sanders has been the senator of this shitty little state for 90 years yeah. and no one gives two fucks about him yeah. right except for college kids that want to, don't want to pay their college loans yeah, yeah, which yeah. I understand it's, yeah. they were predatory I get it but at any rate none of these other like Klobuchar who the fuck is she Buttigieg is the mayor of a tiny ass little town like yeah. come on man none of these people are qualified except for and on the left Biden. it's Biden and Bloomberg and Biden has lost his mind yeah. If I were a Democrat, I would I would be praying that Bloomberg got the nomination because he's the only legit candidate in the fucking race over there. I th- I think I think a lot of people are are 
saying that right now. We'll see what happens, especially after last night. We'll look forward to next week's debates. Uh, the one interview that keeps popping up with Bloomberg is um, his uh, praise on Trump. He did an interview about six years ago. Yeah, yeah I saw it. With uh, Donald Trump. And he with, was like, uh, look, I think he's a great guy. Yeah. And he tries hard at all of these things, whether or not he can get them done. Happens, you know. Um, but he goes, he's a, he's a good dude and I like him. Um, I think they're going to play that over and over again if that ends up coming down to that. Uh, but he's got enough money to to buy his way into a brokered convention. It's yeah. going to be <clears throat> fucking chaos. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't... Uh, no, Nobody checks all the boxes for the Democrats this year. Like, Biden would, but he's crazy. If he was 15 years younger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bernie Sanders, they don't like him. Even Hollywood they is... fucking Even Hollywood him. now is... moderators turned, hated him last night. Yeah. Even Hollywood has turned on Bernie Sanders. What happened? It's, it's it became a, too it's real. Yeah. It became oh, too real. They were like, yeah. wait a minute. They're like, wait, this guy actually, guy's actually, yeah. he's winning. Yeah. It was kind this of fun to be winning. like, yeah. burn. Do you feel the burn? And, Elizabeth, and then they're like, oh, Elizabeth shit. Warren is just like a fucking a female, but less aggressive version of him, which that you can't be. If you're gonna if you're gonna be in a race or a contest with another person that's similar to you, you got to differentiate differentiate yourself somehow. Yeah, and just right. having a pussy doesn't do it enough. You know, does well, she? She's she, I believe she has a vagina, so, yeah. yeah. She, oh, she might. Okay. She might. Uh, let's get to the drinking bro of the week, shall we? This one's going out to uh, Butch Bradley, friend of the show. He's been on uh, a few times. The comedian? Yes. From Las Vegas? Well, from Las Vegas. Um, <laughs> he's the best. Works at the stratosphere. Uh, one of the happiest, most positive people on the planet. Is always trying to give back or do things for others. Uh, this big... February 22nd, um, <laughs> he is hosting a, uh, a rock and roll show. Uh, rock and Fall. It's for the uh, the, the fallen police officers. Mm. Uh, what is it? Uh, February twenty second. Um, oh, shit. It's called at the Brooklyn Bowl. Six p.m. Tickets are ten dollars online at brooklynbowl.com or fifteen at the door. And all of the proceeds, every single cent, uh, goes to uh, the families of fallen police officers. That's dope. Of Las Vegas. And Bro- Butch does shit like this all the time. He does. Yeah, he's a big supporter of first responders and military. I mean, whenever we're in town, he 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 has a residency at the Stratosphere, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, come over here and do comedy whenever you guys want." Yeah, he and, and he's one of those guys. You know, if you remember the, the episodes that he has been on, mm-hmm. he did not want to go to Los Angeles. He did not want to go back to Los Angeles. He's fucking <clears throat> funny as shit. Does yeah, not want to go back to Los Angeles. Stratosphere pays him well. He <laughs> loves living in Las Vegas. He is a Las Vegas big fan uh, of cream pies. Too he said yeah. the last time he was on the show. Huge fan. He said yeah, huge fan. Cream um, the, giving and receiving. Okay. Giving and receiving cream pies. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cream, Bradley. Because I was like, loves the cream pies. Not, not the cream not. pie kid is what they do. You know what like a cream a little, pie is? I do. Yeah. No, I watch porn, but I was a little bit hungry, and so I was like, for a second, I was like. Well, wow. what, what you can still banana, be hungry. Banana, well, chocolate. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't since you're, sure. Since you're hungry, I brought you guys a gift today. <laughs> what do you? What do you got there? What do you Dots, got? Dots pretzels. Oh, those are my favorites <laughs> from the Dakotas. So you son of a bitch. We talked about Dots pretzels on the show and how great they were. Dan was right. They're the best pretzels I've ever had in my entire life. So good. Benny, the ticket. Uh, guru Benny yep. Daniel. Um, he bought them the other night and brought them into a bar and took a picture and was just yeah. like. These are better than anything. Did that you get you these for have. Ross or for for Jesse? It's for the household, but I'll, you know, you can buy them on Amazon. Oh, can you really? Oh yeah, yes. but we don't do stuff like that. But um, by the way, they're not a sponsor. We just love. Yeah, the yeah. I'm now. actually. Uh, where I'm wearing a dot shirt. I, for, oh my I, God. I forgot. Oh my God. They <laughs> sent. They sent me like this. <laughs> they sent me this big box of fucking pretzels and. <laughs> A t-shirt. And I'm like, all right, cool, man. This <laughs> is the dream. Like, when you have a show, this is the dream, it right? Is, it is. That yeah. you say something, and they send you the shit that yeah, you yeah. love. Well, I had like, no idea about this until uh, someone very dear to me was like, hey, you should definitely... They made fun of me for not knowing. I'm like, why would I know? 
I'm not yeah, from exactly. the goddamn. I, well, I'm not from the Midwest, but as soon as I ate one, I'm like, oh shit. You're I felt like, like well, an asshole that I didn't know once I yeah, ate them. And I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ, this is the best present. Um, it's like you're the last person to know something. You're like, you stupid bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. It's the worst feeling in the world. But now you get to eat them with impunity. Whenever you, nobody, you're adults. You can, you can buy two-pound bags of these bitches on Amazon. Eat them in the bathtub. And, and eat just them. eat them in the dark yeah. in the, the bathtub. <laughs> those yeah. are my Dude, favorite that is pretzels my favorite on the I think you guys might both be depressed. It's hilarious that no, you fucking eating in tubs uh, and in the dark is a yep. sign of depression, I'm pretty sure. No, well, no, no. You just want to keep it to yourself. No, I think mm. it's just like you don't want to share and yeah. you don't want anyone kids, to see you. They always want your food. And you don't want to live. you have a... And you want to die. I don't think that's depression, though. Your pantry is... You could walk in there and close the door. Uh, true. Yeah. True. It's not comfortable enough. You want to lay down. But I don't want to be surrounded by my shame. You know what I mean? I just want to like be in the dark. Let me tell you something about shame. You ready for this? <laughs> Anyways, I'm I've got a <laughs> I've got a one pound bag of these sitting on the fucking uh, on my nightstand next to my bed. Yes. Oh, that's great. Now that's my fucking that's, move that's right Jesse's there. I don't give two fucks about anybody's judgments. Yeah, that's Jesse's move right Most there Most of well. all mine that we started the show, that was a good full circle moment. It was. Uh, I want to say that we can put that uh, link on the iTunes. Oh, that'd be great. For, oh, for uh, Butch? Yeah, for, yeah, for Butch's thing, thing because yeah, if Butch is a great I human was being. there, I would be fucking going. I think it's rock and honor. I um, said he was a great human being. Let me rephrase that. Whenever any of us say somebody's a, a great human being, that yeah, usually means they're a giant a piece of, of shit, but yeah. we, we like that. I love Butch Bradley. He's yeah. fucking great, We man. do, but you know He's that funny, and he, look, he always, he's, look, he's fucking hilarious, actually, but uh, uh, he's always doing stuff for first responders, and um, he does this almost every year, so... Uh, go to the brooklynbowl.com and uh, again 10 bucks online 15 at the door all the proceeds go to uh, the families of fallen uh, police officers from uh, Las Vegas Metro uh, for D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway Jesse Wiseman I'm Ross Patterson this is Drinking Bros Fake News good night everyone <laughs>